to a bonus episode of I Just Called to Say, the reliving and truth-telling podcast where folks call in, confront, thank, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. I'm Megan Pugh, joined by the vivacious and vocal Colleen Rast. This episode, I sit down with two superfans, possibly the most popular superfans I know, as we gab over our love for the Real Housewives, the friendships that can come out of it, and even a surprising proposal. All thanks to a podcast covering all things Bravo. It's called Watch What Crappens. Ever heard of it? Colleen and I literally talk about it every episode. Let me refer you to season one, episode one of I Just Called the Set. I feel like I'm somewhat of a savant when it comes to reality TV. Another thing to expect on this podcast, a lot of reality TV references. We are big fans of Bravo. Shout out to Watch uh, What Crappens. Great podcast. Yes. Give it a listen. Give ours a listen before you listen to them. Okay. Because <laughs> if you listen to them, they have like 700 episodes and they're all so good. And this is the pilot of ours. <laughs> We're like, okay, let's yeah. go. Them. They're already successful. Actually, let's not. <laughs> Love you, Ben and Ronnie. They're a full-time job. We're like, they need our shout-out. And I still stand by that. Continue to listen to our podcast. Subscribe, like, follow, and tell the children around the way to follow us at I Just Called to Say Podcast. And leave us a review. But first things first, I just called to say... I didn't want to like speak over you on it because I'm just so excited. Like, go ahead and say it. Do you, can I? Do you want to say it? What? Say it. I don't. Yeah, we can. We can say it. Um, I have some exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> She's engaged. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. Oh wait, I should have did it like Brittany. She's engaged. She, I'm engaged. Y'all rot in hell. I'm engaged. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. You and Dallas are in my top seven favorite couples. So I am like genuinely ecstatic about this engagement. My plan is to kill the other six couples in order to achieve number one. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's a pretty easy task to do, honestly, some of them. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I just called to say, you're probably wondering, am I a member of Megan's top seven couples? And if so, what the devil does she mean when she said it could be easy to kill me? <laughs> Happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Oh my gosh. Okay, so do you want to go into details? Tell me how it happened. Um, we had just gone to dinner. It was our five-year anniversary. So we do this thing sometimes. Where we'll just like talk in hypotheticals about our wedding and like, as of late, I've asked for that no longer to happen because it's kind of just like fucking with me <laughs> and making me annoyed because I'm like, well, we're not getting married. So like, let's not like waste a conversation on like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like kind of like, okay, like this has to stop unless it's really going to happen. 
Yeah. Because it's kind of like uh uh-huh. messing with me. Hold up. My headphones just fell out. Professional as always. <laughs> and um, after dinner, he's like, let's go walk through Rittenhouse, which is like one of the bigger parks downtown. And it's really pretty. They have a lot of lights hanging from the trees and it had just snowed. And he just got down on one knee and proposed. And then some really kind strangers took pictures of the whole thing. So they were able to share that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. I was really grateful that they did that. And that's it. Now I'm engaged. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's so engaged. It couldn't have been more perfect. Like, really, I sound very tired now, but it's just because, like, I've been basically crying for the past 48 hours. I'm like, like... (laughs) bringing myself back to life girl you were just out here getting engaged and i am just out here going to live tapings of the crappens show (laughs) i need to hear all about it okay i was like wow i feel like i'm really surrounded by my people like there are a lot of people who they get the jokes Mm -hmm. they get the shorthand of it all like we're kind of like laughing at ourselves too for being into this um so that was a trip but I get to the theater to volunteer and you know that I used to work there. So I was like, Oh, let me go look inside the theater. I want to like mm-hmm. be nostalgic and walk to my favorite row and like, look at my favorite chair. It's H 13. <laughs> so <laughs> I walk over to it, look at it. And Vin and Ronnie are coming down the stairs and I had these really cool shorts on that were, they actually happened to be shorts that I wore the same year that the first season of Southern Charm came out. So I was trying to be nostalgic yet again. And they were like, ooh, love your hot pants. And I was like, thank you. And I was a little starstruck, which was kind of embarrassing in itself. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was not expecting that. They're like literally just podcasters, everyday people. And I was like a little like taken aback, right? Yeah, I wouldn't see you as one of those people, but sometimes I think, Whenever I'm starstruck, it always like it does catch me off guard. I'm like, oh, like the, I am kind of nervous all of a sudden. And then I start acting weird. Yeah, my my voice changed. I was like, that was weird. But I don't even know if I was starstruck. Yes, always the voice. I was changed. just so excited to hear their voices. I was like, okay, I hear these voices all the time, and now I'm seeing the faces right in front of me. Like, how cute are they? And they are so cute. Mm-hmm. Are they nice to each other? They're so nice to each other, and they're. Okay, so they're so nice to their fans, too, because I met Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony, and Mina Kuchiku, and they're going to be on the show. Amazing. (laughs) They were so nice about it. Like, literally, when Shannon and I met at the bar, I'm serving her her drinks as I'm volunteering in Mm -hmm. the bar, and she's like, you have to come out with us afterwards. And I was like, love to. And then I telling her just like in passing that I have a podcast and she immediately subscribes to the podcast. I was like, wow, I wish everyone could be like Shannon. Me too. Thank you, Shannon. (laughs) Like just subscribe. Yeah. And then she was like, everyone, Megan has a podcast. She even introduced me to Ben and Ronnie as a podcaster. But getting back to um, them being so nice to their fans, (laughs) they talked to everyone at that bar afterwards. Like, and they had to be like, 30 to 40, 40, 30 to 50 women in that bar just to see them. Yeah. And I I said it to Shannon when she and I were talking, I was like, it felt like I was competing on the. So allow me to set the stage. 
If you love Bravo TV, then you should be listening to Ben and Ronnie's podcast, Watch What Crappens. Combined, they are Andy Cohen 4.0, saying all the things we're thinking as we're watching these guilty pleasures of reality TV. Now, if you're already a listener of Watch What Crappens, then you definitely know of these ladies. Five, six, seven, eight. Hit it, boys. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. I had the pleasure of meeting these two at a live recording of Crappens. I just called to say the power of Bravo and podcasting has forever changed their lives and mine. What had happened was really he just called to say so I lied when and she just called to say so why would you do that? We just called to say that really changed my life. Pick, pick, up your phone. Meeting your voice so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've got a radio voice. Ooh. Well, this is how I recruit people. I call them all day, so I have to have like something going. I would it. let you hire me totally. <laughs> I would let you let me. Wait, what do you do for a living, Mina? I'm a recruiter. So oh. like 90% of the job is to connect people that are relevant to each other. So well, there yeah. we go. <laughs> Which is probably kind of what I did with this group. It's yeah. totally what you did with this group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could describe it better myself. She connected people who were relevant to each other. <laughs> you were just recruiting <sighs> Bay Area exactly. bitches. I was like, I have a need, and that need is to talk shit on these housewives. Um. Uh, Mina actually was organizing the event for uh, like a pre-show, the first San Francisco show that, that Watch What Crappens had, organizing a pre-party. And she was kind of had created a Facebook group for that and uh, an event, and we were all interacting. And she was just so personable and kind and and. Not, and, and helpful to everybody who wanted to come. And a girlfriend and I uh, went and met her and it just kind of escalated from there. And then not long after that, we created a, a group for the Bay Area Crappens fans, just so it was a little more localized. And we had a brunch uh, in January on a Sunday. And there were about 10 of us that went and that just started this lifelong journey of just, I mean, amazing people, good friends. Danielle was also there with us. I think you met her. She was also there at that brunch. Ken was there at that brunch. And there are several other people that have been kind of folded into our group that we're all just really, really good friends with. That's how I first met Mina, and we just hit it off. Let me just give some listeners insight. I met Shannon at the Charleston Watch What Crappens live taping, and I was working the bar as a volunteer because I'd quit Footlight, as you guys know, and I'm living back home. And I was like, I have to get back at the theater and I've got to work this gig. And Shannon came up to the bar and I was like, this is my kind of gal. based on the cocktail she was drinking <laughs> and she just understood the inside jokes of all things Bravo. And so she immediately was like, you have to come out with us. And little did I know I was rolling with the Bay area bitches and I was immediately with my people. You were one of us. We traveled out there with a group of people from San Francisco. Um, we call ourselves the Bay area bitches and you are now an <laughs> honorary member. Oh my gosh. Yes. I immediately was like, I am with my people. Like the first time you went to a Crappens show, did you 
have like kind of like the same feeling of like whoa it is same people actually it is um they say all the time there are people that post in the watch what crappens group on facebook they say i'm going to a show but i'm going alone i don't really know if i should and the minute you get there you're instantly surrounded by people that think like you do that talk like you do that get all the inside jokes that you do i've never once gone and not just folded someone into our group that was there alone <laughs> I'll, I'll say like really what I what I think of the Bay Area bitches, I think of open mindedness and trust because how this all started was I was like working from home a lot trying to start up my business. So the TV was just kind of on. And, and so I I was starting to like pick back up on watching all the shows. And I think there I don't remember what it was. I think it was probably an OC season. And there was like a lot of intense drama. And I was like, hey! man, I really want to know what someone else thinks about this because I'm livid. You know, I'm so mad. I got all these feelings. Like I need to see what the world thought about this when this happened. So I went on to Reddit and found bitch sesh, bitch sesh first. I started listening to podcasts several years ago and found another podcast called Bitch Sesh that recapped housewife shows. And they mentioned Watch What Crappens on one of their shows, and it just all kind of went from there. And then from that same, like, I started listening to Bitch Sesh, and I think at some point I went back to Reddit after that and then found Watch What Crappens because, like, everyone was dying over it. Um, and once I started listening to it, I mean, no offense to Bitch Sesh, great, great um, podcast, but I just stopped listening to them altogether because... I've only heard wonderful things about the podcast Bitch Sesh. But I just called to say, if you're listening to me right now and you decide to drop us here at I Just Called to Say to listen to Watch What Crappens full time, I'm going to feel some kind of way, especially since I put you on. Okay? Okay. But keep making us laugh, Ben and Ronnie, okay? You're doing great, sweeties. Back to the show. Right? Like, they're charisma the dynamic between them two the way they play off of each other they're both like sweet and sour they're like oh they're so good and really the talent at the end of the day with their impressions was amazing the way they could each encompass those the caricature of the each of these housewives and just embody that in a I told you that my friend um my co-host introduced me to Crappens and she and there we're talking about different levels of fandom and I was like yeah I was like I definitely notice different levels of um fangirls at the Crappens show especially afterwards after you guys like took me out with you guys which was so much fun um and I okay so this is even funnier because of the Rose Prick podcast but at one point I felt like I was on the bachelor like I felt like I was watching girls competing for Ronnie and Ben's attention like I was like any moment now someone's gonna say I'm sorry to interrupt but <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it's like they must feel just like the bachelor I never thought of it in those terms being around them after the shows is definitely like that and the funniest part is as the fans get more drunk and more drunk <laughs> It just becomes hysterical to watch because there are girls standing behind them, just swaying back and forth, barely able to stand, trying to insert themselves into a conversation. And watching Ben and Ronnie so graciously handle that is really, it's really amazing. Fun. At one point, I was speaking to one girl and she was like, this is my first time coming with one of their shows. She's like, I think one's enough. I don't know why it's when it comes to another one. And then by the end of the night, she's like all over Ben and Ronnie. And she's like, oh, I'm definitely coming to the Houston show. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> I will follow you across the United States. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I see you. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about, and I've talked to my friends about this, the thing about their podcast, I think, is they are such personable mm-hmm. guys. And for podcast hosts, they're one of the few that actually make it a point to interact with their fans after the show. And so I think their personality and their their kind of accepting ex- acceptance of everybody and kindness translates to their fandom. And then that translates to a live show. And I think that's what creates a feeling. I think it's almost unique to a lot of podcasts, I think. I started listening to the guys and then they had a live show back in 2017, I think September of 2017. I was broke as a joke at the time. Like I said, I was trying to start my business. And so I wasn't bringing in a salary. And so I wanted to go to this live show. I didn't want to pay for a plane ticket. I don't like driving very much. So I was like, it's like, I don't, I'm, let me see if I can hitch a ride. And I didn't have a place to stay. So in that time I, I posted in the group saying, Hey, I like, is anyone from the Bay area going? Can I write, you know, I'll give you like some money for, for gas if you want to write up. And someone responded. So I got a ride up there for with them, paid with for gas, but it was pretty much free. And then Shannon McMast, um, who's our LA Shannon, uh, she let me stay with her. She didn't even know me. Like I'm like really. So the general, you know, the generosity and like the trust and the kindness of the people um, is what really started this. I went up there. We plant. I was like, you know what? I don't know anyone that I feel comfortable telling them that I'm going to go see this. I don't even know how to explain it to them. And I was that person too. I was so nervous. It was so outside of my comfort zone to go do something like that. So I don't want to go alone. So let me figure out like a meetup before. Um, And so what I ended up turning into a party bus, like Shaw's, you know, a la Shaw's of Sunset. I got a party bus. There was a group of us that met up a few, a few hours before the show. We went to Sir, had a stupid dinner, was like terrible, but we all like were dying. We loved it. It was amazing being in that, you know, in the restaurant, like, ooh, you know, in LA. And then we went to the show and that was where Bay Area Bitches really kind of grew. Like all those girls were in LA. But when I went back up, I was like, I love this. I'm going to try to do this for the, the time that they come to San Francisco. And I did. And it's just started from there. And then I think at some point in January of 2018, we had a brunch and that, so it wasn't like a Watch What Crappens event, but we went to brunch and that was what kind of kicked it off. There was a group of us that went, it's kind of, uh, you know, taken off from there. So they mean a lot to me, but like, that's what I think. Are you guys still there? And we all just, we just became this group of friends and we try to pay that forward every time we go to a show. Cause it's so much fun. It's just so much fun being with your Honestly, people. Honestly, ne- like I said, I've never, never had the desire to want to be in a sorority but in that moment i was like i think i'm in one <laughs> like you are you are we call ourselves babs for short bay area bitches so babs for short you are yes! the, the babs sorority officially <laughs> i am so honored oh my goodness i need to take a sip of wine for that jesus go right ahead cheers, cheers. to that again it's it's an environment that i feel like a lot of people are not comfortable sharing their like of, you know, their feelings about these things with people in their lives, because we get judged so much for it. Um, but it's funny. lately, I, I really have stopped feeling that way, just because I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I like this shit. It's stupid as fuck. But whatever. Like, it's what I like. My it's husband ha- is like, seriously, Shannon, this is what what is happening here? Why are you being interviewed? I'm like, just leave me alone. It's <laughs> also meta. We're talking about a podcast that we love on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like your 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 fandom with the Bravo celebrities and with with uh, Housewives and Watch What Crappens has gone way too far. I was talking to Ronnie after the show, one of the hosts of Watch What Crappens, and he said that um, you know he said you guys. We're not always prepared. Our fans or the people that we have on our shows aren't always prepared for our fandom. He said, you guys can be a lot. I was like, well, okay, I get that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. No one and nothing is as intense as Teresa Judice season one. Like, I think that's why. So this is why I will forever love these men, because this was their crappies. They were actually going to have podcasters there and and, and reality TV stars there. And still they, they didn't know what was going to happen with this engagement thing. And they went back and forth with Dan, I guess about it and still fit it in. So like, I mean, I got to give them props for that because I feel like if my, if someone messaged me and they were going to propose at my party or my event, and then they were like, by the way, maybe not, maybe yes. Like I'd be like, Okay, so the best part, so I'd met her husband, or well, future husband, before, and he's the nicest, nicest guy, kind of shy, the complete opposite of Mina, and just such a kind guy, and she and I were talking before we were going to the crappies, and she said, you know, there's this box that came in from Israel, and I think it might be a ring, and... Yeah, shout out to Tamala. Um, he messaged Tamala, knew that she had a, a little, a lot closer relationship with Ben and Ronnie because she's like their her. So Tamala and Shannon McMass are like their OG fans. So we got to give them a shout out because they're the OGs of the fandom. Yeah. You know, as OGs, my guests have endured my prodding questions for a combined forty-seven reunions. OG ladies, yeah. So. Um, Tamala already had this rapport with them. So I guess Dan messaged her and she was like, okay, let me connect you. But there was like a lot of drama. Like they weren't sure if it was going to happen because the ring didn't come in time or it wasn't, it looked like it wasn't going to come in time. The ring apparently showed up the day before we were driving out. We just kind of had this feeling. And so we're kind of dissecting every word and every clue. And he said, she said, you know, my sister, uh, he's talked my sister into coming to the show too. And she's not even a Crappens fan. So what's up with that? And that's when I'm like, anyone who lives in Southern California, anyone who knows California traffic. Californians. I was thinking I'd take Canyon Drive over to San Vicente and then make a left and get on the 405 North from there. And then I could just get off of Mulholland. Knows that a, a lady from the OC is not going to drive to LA in the like in the middle of the week to get somewhere by like seven like no it doesn't happen and if it does happen some shit's going down so when she when he told me that i was like okay like i had an inkling that that was going to happen but then i'm like oh for sure he's proposing and i was just so excited so we we were all staying at an airbnb in los angeles and she got her makeup done and she looked amazing just, you know, just in case. And if not, it was just a fun night out. We were like, Hey, well, how fun would it be to get Priv, you know, have Priv come and, um, do, do, do our makeup, you know? So we did that. And did not know Priv face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. That girl was amazing. I wish I remembered her name. So I'd give her a shout out, but she did a great job and she, um, so she killed it. And, um, we were all at dinner and Dan had to, her, her fiance, Dan had to leave early. And, um, we were, I, again, I was like, well, there we go. Clue number 10. And, and we get to the show and what it was the first, uh, first live taping of the golden crappies, which is their award show. And at the end, uh, he called Dan up on stage and he proposed and it was just beautiful. Um, I'm engaged. 
I did not know that A, my fiance was capable of getting in front of a group of 100 plus people and proposing like that. And so it was amazing, but I'm not going to lie. After I'm like, who the hell are you? You know, like, what? You just did that? Like, uh, never seen you spill your feelings like that. So, you know, nice, you know, like so articulate. Um, not that he's not articulate, but like to do it in front of a crowd and talk about feeling. I was like, okay, so now I need to like worry about your ass because you were, you know, you showing me a side that I've never seen before. So it was amazing. It was incredible. They pulled me up on stage and said, what, what was the channel? Like I was like the best fan. I got the best fan award. And then Dave came up and then he, you know, started talking about how the podcast was, had, you know, been so good to me over the, over the year and that he thought this was like the best place to do this. And it was really fun to witness. Uh, we were there with a bunch of friends. Ariana was there, which made Mina's night. I know because after she was engaged, Mina's, or I think Ariana said something like, uh, you made me believe in love or something. Mina can tell that part of the story better. In all the excitement, I don't know what got into me. I like run up to her and I'm like, girl, if we go party after this, will you come? And she was like, where are you guys going? I'm like, yes. You know, like she didn't even say like, no, let me think about it. Let me talk to my friend Logan who was there that night. She was like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So I'm like, one second, uno momento. And I ran to find Ronnie and Ben to see where they were going to do the after show. But it was, if anyone's been to the improv, there's a bar, you know, attached to it. So we just went there. So she ended up partying and celebrating with us until four o'clock in the morning. And she was the one that was actually like, like kind of elbowed me a little bit. She's like, Hey girl, yeah, man, he's like passing out. You might want to like take him home. <laughs> and what so, if she could pull like a Lisa Vanderpump and be like the officiant for your wedding? <laughs> um, You see, okay. As much as I love Ariana, I would say that I would, more likely look for for Ronnie or Ronnie probably to do that for me. But I don't know. Like I don't know. We're we're not going to get married for a while actually. So, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I yeah. you should get Ben and Ronnie. You should see if you can have both together. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to pay them yeah. like I don't know and I don't know how I'm going to get them to do that cuz I just feel like that's a lot to ask of them. But let me just do it right now. Ben, Ronnie, if you guys do this, whenever it happens, it could be like four years from now, but whenever it happens, um, I don't know. I'll make it up to you somehow. I'll give you guys my wound if you want to make That's babies. an episode in itself for them. They can record an episode during your wedding. Exactly. And do you know how meta that would be? Live from the reception. Exactly. And it would be very meta. It would be like a housewives event in, in and of itself because I know bitches are going to get messy as hell. Between my crazy ass family and this group of girls and my other the friends. professional room needs to be had at the wedding. Hey, Megan. Good idea. I'm writing that shit down right now. All right. Just make sure you invite me. <laughs> You're invited. Woohoo! All right. Professional. Megan to the list. By the way, like I said, you're going to be waiting like years for that invite to come out. But, but when it does, it's going to be fabulous. I will stand Maybe. by. So Shannon is quasi popular among the Crappens group because her name is shouted out with Mina on every single Crappens episode. You can hear the little catchphrase, Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. And I'm pretty sure I was embarrassing and I freaked out when I heard you say your name. And I was like, oh, ears perk. I recognize that. And I believe I said something along the lines of, well, 
you're kind of a quasi-celebrity amongst this group. <laughs> and then, interesting enough, as we're all hanging out throughout the <laughs> night, I believe I noticed someone ask you for a picture at the bar. More than one person throughout the evening asked me for pictures at the theater, at the bar. Has that ever happened before? No, I mean, I've had people say, oh my gosh, you're Shannon out of a Canon Anthony online. But the first night we were in Charleston, I, we went to a bar to meet some friends, to Chef's Bar, by the way, which I don't know if you've been there, uh, but I would say never go. <laughs> I've been there. Was it the Palace Hotel or the Commodore? The Palace Hotel. They have good hot dogs, but other than that, it's really small and it smells like dirty mop water. Right. So I walked in <laughs> and so I didn't remember, I didn't put the name of the place together with Chef's Bar. I didn't really put two and two together. So we sh I'm thinking, oh, the Palace Hotel, we'll meet some friends there. And I'm thinking, a nice hotel. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. We walked in. It's, it did smell like dirty mop water. That's a great, a great description. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... But we walked in and there were people there that were like, oh my gosh, Shannon out of a Canon Anthony, can I get your picture? We're your fan base. No way. We're at, we're at the show and there was another girl that asked, she's like, are you Shannon out of a Canon Anthony? I looked up on Facebook and I, I that's you, it's you. And I, can we get your picture with you? And I'm like, yeah, it was just the weirdest thing. And so my friend Ken's boyfriend was there with us who doesn't know anything about Crappens or Bravo or anything. And he was like, what is up with this? Why? Who are you? I'm, I'm like, clearly <laughs> you don't know. Don't you know who my father is? <laughs> <laughs> don't you know who I am? I'm like, I'm just a sponsor um, on, on the podcast, but I mean, it was cool. It's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, if people are going to, I mean, I just want people to feel comfortable to hang out with us. And the, you know, now that they kind of mentioned the Bay Area bitches in the podcast a few times, I just want people to know that we're really inclusive and, you know, most, most everyone is welcome unless they're going to be craziest. So he was teasing me for the rest of the weekend, but no, that was one of the first times that's ever happened, you know, three or four times. It was great. I think it's fun. And I feel the same way when I meet, I mean, we were there that week with Kelly Grant, the grant master. So, I mean, I feel like she's royalty, Bravo royalty, because she's been one of their super premium sponsors forever. So. Hello and let's play a game. Which housewife would she be? Meet our contestants, Shannon and Mina. You're up, Mina. Mina, if Shannon was going to be a member of any Bravo uh, housewife franchise, which franchise would it be? And bonus points if you can give her her intro tagline. Okay. So, huh. Hmm. Okay. That's a really good question, girl. You just stump, stumping me right here. Um, Let's play back Shannon's answer for the audience members. Probably, and people are going to hate me for this, probably Erica Jane, because I wish I could be that, have that alter ego. I would love to have that alter ego. I think I secretly do inside of me. I mean, I could dress up like her and go perform on stage in a heartbeat, but instead I live this kind of, you know, urbane, you know, middle-aged wife, mother, part-time working, go to the gym, normal life, but I would love to just dress up and perform on stage. Um, okay. So I want to say like it would be Orange yes. County because she's lived there before uh, in the area. She's, you know, got, got that experience and it's the, cl it's closest to us. Um, and it's California. Like Shannon, are you really trying to move anywhere else other than California? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I would say Orange County. Um, again, cause she's got that, like, she's already been there before. So her tagline though, 
Huh. Oh my That's God. Now, that is really hard. Girl, what's this question is very, very tough. Huh. But maybe it could be something around like, like her hair because it, it could be show up at my salon and the only thing you'll experience is high class. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's, that's what I give you guys. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, Shannon's pretty, I feel like Shannon, you would be a really good housewife. Okay. Shannon, same question <laughs> for you. Yeah. Um, oh my god is there a is there a are they making a new show like in alaska because <laughs> you're, so, you're so stupid like a jungle environment <laughs> no um i'm i don't know you know what i'm gonna say dc Ooh. if it's existed still because mina loves politics she is my like activist organizer political person she is so involved in that kind of stuff i could see her getting onto a dc show and messing shit oh my god that's like the best thing anyone's ever said to me ever and then (laughs) i just called to say come for the real housewives correlations and stay for the compliments yeah that's amazing thank you i really really i like that thank you so i'll i think that like on very surface level i probably am most like dorinda i like to party i like to drink unapologetically yeah, I like to be messy as fuck in that way. Um, but I like, I, I like, she's really into these like sayings and stuff. And my parents are immigrants, so it's my whole life is growing up on like the man who walks up the mountain the fastest lose the bag on his back the quickest. I don't know, you know. Clip, clip. Like I love that about oh her. Um, um. So. Final thing, do you guys have any last words that you'd like to say to each other on the podcast, considering that your friendship started from your love of Ben and Ronnie's podcast and the creation of the Bay Area Bitches to Mina getting proposed to at one of the shows? So, Shannon, I'm going to let you take take, <laughs> take the reins with this one. <laughs> um, Mina, I about my friendship with her, she has created a group of, of, of the Bay Area Bitches that honestly has changed my life. She has been one of the best friends to me that I could possibly imagine. And she's created a community for us to share our love of Bravo, of Ben and Ronnie, of each other, and in a, in a, in a very non-judgmental, accepting environment. And it has brought me out of my shell at 52 years old with a group of people that range in age from, what, 24 to my age, uh, male, female, gay, straight, you name it. We run the gamut and she, I couldn't Aww. imagine my life without her. That's, that's so nice. What the hell? It's too nice. Okay. <laughs> Say well, nice <laughs> thank you. Well, okay. So I guess, so my thing with, with Shannon is that, yes, like from the, that, that night that we had at the crappies, sh- the minute she had an inkling that maybe something was going to go down that night. She really took care of me exactly how I imagine a best friend um, or like, a you know, even like a family member would show up, you know, for someone. She made sure I got my makeup done. She planned all that. She called the girl, got all set up. She made sure I looked cute. Even though like we were kind of all scrambling, she took her time to make sure that I felt you know, good, um, that night because she kind of, I, I, Shannon, did you know, did Tamara tell you, I think? I No, in fact, as we were trying to decipher it at dinner, she leaned behind you and did like the slit across the neck motion, like shut up. 
Oh, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. So exactly. So, t- so I will say that was for me, ex- like really the moment that I knew that my friendship with Shannon was something really like special and different. And that this group that we created is, is different, you know, it's unique in that way is that we all care for each other because we've gotten to know each other beyond the podcast. Um, and so with Shannon, I just feel like she's an amazing mother. She's very open-minded. She like her ability to kind of have the, the, the progression of her life really. And I'm not going to go into all that because that's your story to tell Shannon, but, but the, but all of that, just the way she's been able to open her mind and think like in all, with all these different groups of people, like hear their points of view and kind of take them all in and be accepting is really unique. It's not an easy thing to find in this world, especially today. And so for her, for that alone, I would say, I'm really feel pretty blessed. Um, to have her in my life. Um, and you know, in the Babs in general, there were all, we all do really well together and it's an incredible community that we've created. Um, and everyone is really unique on their own and we all have our quirks and everything. And it's, it's pretty cool. So I just hope that everyone else that has started groups like this in other areas continue to do so again with that same spirit where just be open-minded and just trust. I've said it once and I'll say it again. The power of Bravo is real, y'all. Money can buy ya. Chic, c'est la vie. Chic, c'est la vie. I'm on display, on display. Don't be tardy for the party. Oh my goodness. No. (laughs) You're like, yeah, mom, I plan the entire wedding within 48 hours. Don't worry. (laughs) I have the binder. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I think we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. But yes, one of my closest friends uh, just got engaged most recently, mm-hmm. and I asked her. I was like, "So have you guys decided on anything yet?" And she was like, "Not really." She's like, "We're kind of taking it slow." She was like, "But we've decided on like the most important thing: a DJ or a band." And she was like, "And we're going with a band." She was like, "Oh it's, wow!" She's like, "It's the one thing that my fiance wants." She's like, "And I'm gonna give it to him." She's like, "So we're getting that particular band." Ooh. Okay, I'm I'm strong DJ. Strong <laughs> I'm strong DJ. DJ too. But I think I might be extra my day and I might have both. I could see you having both. That makes way more sense for you because you're going to have the band in the beginning and then you will um wow, you know me. You'll switch to the DJ <laughs> once things get back. Yep. That's the plan. Damn girl, you're good. <laughs> I think my stress is I mostly like I've already started, I mean, I kind of have like secretly basically been making my wedding playlist since the day that I was granted access to Dallas's Spotify. Yes. And there's a lot of like Mario and <laughs> Bewitched. Uh-uh. And like, exactly. So like, I don't really want to hear uh-uh, like, like someone's rendition of like, let me love you. Like I want to. I want Mario's version. And did you ever see that band that played at a uh, Katie and Tom's wedding on Vanderpump? Um, and they almost had on like sailor outfits. Yes, yes, <laughs> they're like, like wacky. I was like, who are they? Yeah, what kind of wedding band? That is my nightmare. <laughs> Mine too. They were like a really bad B fifty twos wannabe type cover band it felt like i went to a wedding this past may and they had like a 17 piece live band with dancers and it was absolutely amazing it was so fun um that friend of mine had been really staunch on wanting a band so they had gotten this like very like 
infamous one of the Southeast. And it was really fun, but I, I still contest that. I mean, they can do some songs really well, like a single ladies cover, a Bruno Mars cover. They're going to really nail those. (laughs) Yeah. Like I just don't trust them with like my bizarre ass, like Sam Smith remixes that are like very important to my day. And like you said, you want Mario, like you, you can't replace that. No, you can't. And like, I also want like Paranoid by Ty Dolla Sign. Like there's like a lot of songs that like I don't <laughs> a band can't do that for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think and I don't want them to. Like I don't think these songs are necessarily wedding songs, but I want them at my wedding, so I wouldn't expect a wedding band. You and Dallas at some point need to take over the mic and uh do uh what you guys did at Chloe and Jimmy's after party for their wedding. Uh what was that Ja Rule and J Lo? Ja Rule. I'm real. Yes. I would love to do that. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> Yeah, so like stuff like that is like very important to me. How about Andy Cohen's baby shower? What? That seemed lit. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it was like I just remember waking up on that Sunday and being like, "Oh, so this is like where my day will be now." Like I fully watched all of their stories. So yeah, that um brunch baby shower looked like a sorority mixer with all those girls. And then it got me thinking that each housewife franchise is its own sorority. Yeah. You know what I mean? I completely concur. And I would also like us to focus on who was not invited to that too. Pretty dramatic. So Shannon told me that Kyle threw the brunch. Mm-hmm. So she was in charge of the invite list. So she did not invite LBP. And that a pick. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy. Right. And it makes sense that she was in charge of the brunch because in all the stories that I saw, she was like the main bitch up on the table. Yeah. Her and Lisa. Lisa Rudolph. Like, of course. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> she was scary. <laughs> Get your asses on the table. Amazing. <sighs> yeah. So um, it got me to thinking that they were all different sororities. Mm-hmm. And I was like thinking like what kind of sororities each one would be. And I was like Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. They would definitely be the fictional sorority Delta News from Legally Blonde. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, that is them. Mm -hmm. And then Real Housewives of Atlanta would be, like, the classic historic black sorority uh, AKAs. Like, just super bougie. (laughs) Oh, like princesses. Yes, exactly. AKA girls always – I was, like, was the amount of clothing that those girls – were able to like wear like I like never saw a repeat outfit ever and so much and so many coordinating pink and green non-repeating outfits I was like how are you doing this like what a bit like what is going on yeah where are you shopping that you're getting all these things yeah and then uh okay what was the other ones OC is 80 pies yep Because I was like, I feel like that's just like very OG. Yeah, because they're like kind of class. I just call to say thank you, Babs Sorority, a.k.a. the Bay Area Bitches, for inducting me into your Watch What Crappens Bravo family. I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode of All Things Bravo, Andy Cohen's Baby Shower. And, you know, we don't always talk about Bravo, but it does come back to it. So I just hope you come back to this podcast. You will. You'll come back, right?
tell me you're going to come back. Just make sure you subscribe, like, and follow, and then come back at I Just Called to Say Podcast. Don't forget, season two airs April 3rd. Beep, 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 beep. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. What had happened was really He just called to say So I lied when And she just called to say so why would you do that? We just called to say That really changed my life Pick, 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 pick up your phone <laughs>